Broadcasting from New York, New York. It's Grant's Rants, Hollywood Talk. Real Housewives of New Jersey is off to a good start, but are we over Teresa yet? The franchise is getting a vacation spinoff. I share my picks. Streaming wars escalate, but who will win and what is worth paying for? Later, Kristen Stewart unfortunately becomes Princess Diana. That and more with Ronnie Jr. right here. Let the ranting begin. I am joined by Ronnie Jr. You can find all of his work over at randomlyronniejr.com. My ranting buddy on the Instagram, my ranting buddy in text, welcome to the podcast yet again. <laughs> third time, third time. Uh, it's going to be a charm. Uh, yeah, one thing you do a lot is rant, and then so do I. So once we get uh, to typing, it's it's over. It's over for everybody, <laughs> especially Teresa. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, yeah, get ready. It's funny because we have so much to say that we can't type it. A lot of times we're sending voice messages back and forth to each other because this just I don't have the time. I don't have the time to write how I really feel about Erica Jane. So, and you know, uh, the listeners of this podcast know. So I, I, I can't put it in writing. I have to just vocalize it. There's too many emotions and thoughts and no emojis <laughs> are going to take up for what I need to say. They're not going to, they're not a good example. They're, they're not. I can't speak with emojis. Why trash is it that emojis are even a thing? I'm a little tired of the emojis myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little sick of it. So I don't really use them that much, anyway. except the eye roll emoji is quite common because that's basically all I'm doing these days. Uh, starting with New York, I mean, New Jersey Housewives. Starting with New Jersey, of course. Um, initial thoughts so far at the top. Of course, we've got some news to, to react to and to rant to, but. How are we feeling at the time of recording this podcast? We're two episodes in. Teresa is ignorant as ever. What do we think? Not a bad season. You know, the bar was low because, like, you know, I don't really watch Dallas, although I'll, like, skip through it. So the bar was low. I think I rated Salt Lake as a nine, even though we know damn well it wasn't a nine. But, you know, <laughs> it's just been a low bar, really, for a while. So when Jersey comes back, you get really excited about it. I think they're great. I like that it's the same cast, but I also feel like this might be the season that we're going to crave another cast member. You know, a friend of, um, or even one of the main girls now to to move to the friend of role. But it is good. Um, I was happy to see Jackie have an opinion. Strong. She's been one of my favorites early on. I know season one, her season one, uh, no one really liked her, but that stoic, that... Uh, heavy opinionated type of chick. Like I just, she's familiar in a way. Um, so I'm glad she made it to a third uh, season of housewives. And I'm glad we're seeing her have these epic, um, you know, words where she says, uh, I win. I have the life that you wished you had. I mean, this, mm-hmm. this, this, I mean, it cuts deep. I love it. I want more. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I like the show. It's comforting to me i enjoy watching it for the most part i i think though that Teresa is incredibly low class i don't understand how she continues to have the loyal following that she has to me i just find her like the definition of ignorant i mean they're literally like on watch happens i have like 
laughing at her like Michael Rapport saying like I'd like to see her spell analogy and like Andy Cohen's actually laughing at her I mean that's how clueless this chick as it seems um her daughter is like mom just apologize like this is what happens on these shows like you know I mean Therese is a mess I'm not interested um in following her story I don't find her endearing or cute um you know the, just the, the constant c word and everything is really really it's, it shows exactly who she is well, then I guess the question is, like, what does get a tree fan? Like, what is it really from the throwing the table at Danielle that's lasted this long? Is it, you know, kind of mm. like how Dolores has this loyalty thing? Is it that once you fi- find somebody you adore, you kind of stick with them? I just don't get it. I, on the other hand, think Melissa Gorga is the greatest thing moving. Uh, she... I like to call her the J-Lo of Housewives, <laughs> and no one's going to tell me otherwise. And why I like Jersey, just to put a button on this, two of my favorite cast members on this uh, series, this franchise, are Dolores and Melissa. And you know it's a good franchise when two of your favorites just don't get along. Now, these two probably hmm. don't get along so much to a point where they don't argue. That I just don't think they like each other. Um, and I, on one side, love Dolores. I think Dolores is one of the greatest things moving. I don't think you agree with that. Um, but I, but my queen is, is Melissa. So right there gives us a, a good reasoning as to why this is a good franchise. Well, I have here in my outline that I am warming up to Dolores. I'm warming up to her. You know, I don't care so much about the scenes with the men. I know they love to do that on the show. I don't care about Frank and I care even less about the boyfriend, the current one. But my favorite is Margaret. <laughs> I really do like Margaret on this show. Um, she does a good favorite. job. You said, you, you said favorite, like you enjoy Margaret. I oh, do. Yeah, I wow. do. Wow. I would have put her as my, uh, how many cast members are sixth <laughs> ranking? She would have been the lowest, lowest on the totem really? pole. Yeah. No, I, I, there's something I like about her. There's something real about her. Um, Jackie is up there as well. Um, who I never really gave the time of day before to like, I really don't care about her. Like, I mean, she's kind of faded into the background. Let's be honest. I've said for years, probably for 10 years now, this show is Teresa of New Jersey. That's really the name <laughs> of the show. And all these other people, including her own sister-in-law, are really supporting characters to her. And, you know, if you're not a fan of Teresa and like, I don't really carry the way, but I don't worship her. It's not the most interesting watch. So I try to find the moments of realism where I can. I like Margaret. I do like Melissa, even though this storyline, I don't know how true it is with her. She's been going around saying now that her and Joe are struggling. Here we go now. This what they're going to see this, you know, this whole thing play out with their relationship being on the rocks now for the rest of the season. And now a reality blurb source says that the two are quote considering divorce. Do we believe this? <laughs> I hate that you ask me because you know I like her so much. So you're basically asking me, do I think she's uh, putting on a storyline, which she has been known to do? Yeah, the baby um, storyline. Yeah, but then I got to answer honestly. I think their marriage is going to be legit. I don't think we're going to go down any dark territory. I think it's going to be great for the season. Um, Melissa is known to put on a storyline. It doesn't negate how much I like her, but I don't think they're in no real trouble. They like mm-hmm. each other too much. I mean, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't see a divorce happening. I just don't see it. Yeah. It seems like it's a good talking point for Melissa to have something to do. And like, I noticed the language is similar in her interviews. Maybe she's being honest and that's why it's similar, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I she's... think, I think we're going to see 
by way of the stress uh, when moving out of one home, you know, a home that you've sort of raised your kids in and you're moving to another location, a um, lot of change, and that will put stress on the relationship, but that's not going to make the relationship end. So I think that's what we're going to see. Yeah. Now, I want to get your, your thought on this quote. We're going to go back and pivot to Jackie because Jackie talked to Entertainment Tonight. She's referring to Teresa here, and I'm dying to get into this. She says, <laughs> I think she, meaning Teresa, has this mentality that she is the most important person on reality TV and like nobody can fight back against her. That's really not true. And she said that all the other cast members, without naming names, give her a pass because they have a special connection to her. So, you know, I, I'm i going to kind of agree with this. Look, Jackie's a lawyer. Teresa is less than smart. Um, you know, <laughs> I've watched the show for too long. And I think that um, there's something to this. I think Teresa really does believe that she's in that number one spot. Teresa is in the number one spot. Melissa's my queen, but Teresa is in the number one spot. So there's a lot of truth to that. And it's interesting because I heard um, over the other franchises, this was like more um, when Vicky was really popular and she was going through it and Nini was popular and she was going through it. I think the fandom sometimes wants to take down the top dog. So I'm not necessarily a fan of that. I just simply don't think Teresa's that compelling. Um, and I also think it's it, it's interesting. That's a great quote because it's uh, leading my mind to different spaces. Um, I also don't necessarily feel like, let's say I'm the king of a show, right? Like I, everyone loves Ronnie Jr. I'm I'm just running things. I'm also going to be dismissive of you coming on season one thinking you could talk to me, breathe, breathe my same air. Like I'm not going to be okay with it. So, and, and I'm also going to be, understanding that oh if you have an issue with me then i give you good screen time so there is really a yin to the yang of this uh quote that jackie made um and i actually do defend teresa on a couple of occasions because she is the queen of the show i mean period point blank she went away and i don't believe they did a season without her like they paused Mm -hmm. a whole season she really is that um and you know she is taking care of uh you know some daughters um, as much as we laugh at Teresa and I don't find her compelling whatsoever, um, I got to give her her due a little bit. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that she's popular. There's no doubt that she's held this position for a long time. And there are other of these OG housewives and even ones that aren't originals anymore that are a lot more vocal about their place in the franchise. Like, I don't see her going on Watch Up and Live and calling it her show, even though we all know it is. Um Unlike other housewives who have done that. Uh, so, oh, say names. Who are you talking well, about? <laughs> well, uh, Vicky, for sure, has said this. And, you know, I'm sure it's come out of Needy's mouth. And she regrets that now, doesn't she? Um, yeah, because that's Kenya's show. We all know that. <laughs> Season five is where it became alive. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about Kenya later in this uh, this, this uh, segment here. Uh, okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> Kenya I, boy hair care. <laughs> I know how much you love her, and I do too. But when it comes to uh, the rest of this show, um, I, I don't know. I like that Teresa's being challenged, but at the end of the day, we know that's not going to move the needle. And Jack is just like, maybe she's just like out of her own realm by being on this show maybe she's too smart for it i don't know but i don't like that she did not attend 
this trip to Lake George. She should have been there. It's a cast trip. They're paid to be there. You know, I, I don't know if it's contractual or what, but I'm sure it's highly encouraged. And, you know, it's too early in the season for this. She yeah, and there's only, there's only one housewife across all franchises who is allowed to disengage, and that is Meredith Marks, okay? No, <laughs> Jackie, and I like you. You can't disengage. She should have been there. I agree with you, Grant. I agree with you 100%. You're already giving this much credit to Meredith Marks? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. We'll do a we'll do another episode later on about that. I'm surprised you don't agree. Uh, I don't know. That one I, I, the fashions alone are a problem for me. Let's start there. Let's How start with you? the fashion. How dare you? Don't tell me you don't like Lisa either. Lisa is is my queen bee over there. I, I mean, it's love, a good it's a good I love hearing Lisa speak because it's just she's her vernacular and <laughs> <laughs> Her delivery is you're yes, quite entertaining. Yes, yes. Um, but that wraps it for New Jersey. I mean, I'm definitely going to keep watching. I, it, when it's when I know I have an episode, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll watch it. And then when it comes on, I become a little bit more involved and intrigued. And there's just something about the show. I'm very loyal to it. And um, I think, we'll see. I, I think what makes it great, just wrapping up, um, it's it's a season that's not on a peak or a valley, yet we like it. I mean, I, I guess I sounded like I was dissing Margaret, but I wasn't. Uh, but for Margaret to be my sixth of the favorites, you know, of, of the um, leading cast, like that's that's a good sign. You know what I mean? So but you have really, her in last all... place. What is that? I'm not going to give you credit for this. She, oh, she's my sixth favorite. Sixth out of six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're really giving her but, some credit. Uh, no. <laughs> Moving on. Let's just move on to the next <laughs> topic. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, she may be in last place, much like Lisa Barlow is apparently. Um, but this is really going to be something if they do this Real Housewives crossover, because this is what has been reserved for when the housewives peak and they're done and they need to breathe new life into it, which I think we're there. And I think a lot of long-term viewers of housewives who started like myself watching this because they were interested in the people, the psychology and the wealth around it. Now it's just, it's all about fighting and it's not the same show that I wanted to watch originally, but now they're reaching the end of the, the bottom of the barrel as far as what m more they can do. I mean, all these cheatation storylines. Uh, okay. You know, we've seen, we've seen them go through a lot, but what is left? And so now they want to mm, put them so together. You're, you're saying, you're saying it's jumped the shark time already. Oh, I think that if I were, and I would say this to anybody. I think that the height of housewives is behind us. Mm. You don't think any resurgence due to, Okay. <sighs> more streaming platforms and the opportunity for somebody to have like not seen Bethany's uh, two spinoff shows goes back and then that reinvigorate. I, I feel like because streaming is so prominent and I know we're going to talk about that as, as well at some point. Uh, I think it's not on its way out, but, but I could be, I could be wrong. I just think the days of like the high numbers on Bravo and this huge social engagement, I mean, we're seeing it resurge with, with New Jersey but I just don't know. I, I think that I think social media is keeping the franchise alive because of the gifts and these moments. But I think the overall engagement with like the actual show itself, like for me, like I've what I'm so into it and I'm not really feeling it so much anymore. I just feel like they're reaching. They're reaching. That's the best yeah, way I can right. put you it. You might be right. Grant. That's actually. just how I feel. Uh, as a long-term viewer, I just feel like it's no longer catering to me so much. It's more they're, they're competing with like 
these more like loud shows that you could say are on VH1. Some of them, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or, or even um, Netflix has a lot of reality shows now too. And yeah, it's just they're not the only uh, party at, at this point. And Andy right. might not be as interested anymore either. He might be trying to make a move and late night talk show, E Channel, something of that nature. Oh God! Uh, but I still like oh, it though. Lord. So you're, yeah. I mean, it's great escape as TV. It's a great escape as TV, but for me, it's just kind of like, okay, like I, I want a little more than what we're seeing. But this, the Real Housewives crossover, it's basically to be like an all stars. It's in the works at Peacock. Um, this would, this has already been confirmed as far as like they're going to be doing something like a Real Housewives mashup. No further details have been confirmed, but um, I, I think this would be great for Bravo. And this shows me that the priority here is to not push Bravo forward. It's The priority is Peacock, which is like a laugh-out-loud joke, in my opinion. But <laughs> it's hard to see let the focus turn away from the development that Bravo has had, which has had, they've always had a super strong development slate with at least the last 15 years. So it's hard to see that now they're pivoting away from that and the focus is Peacock and, you know, what, what becomes of Bravo in say five to 10 years, who knows? But I was always thinking this would be reserved for Bravo. Now it's going to Peacock. Not too thrilled about that. It just, we're going to get into the details, but I want to get your take first. Well, and it also makes me think about when I was an avid real world fan and the last couple seasons, uh, before they came back off and did the Facebook one in Atlanta, um, the last couple seasons all had like some type of stunt behind it, you know, exes or uh, skeletons or whenever you aren't just giving us the show, what we, which we fell in love with, there should be some worry. There definitely should be. Now, a first go at this uh, Housewives All-Stars may work because it's new and fresh, but this will start to feel a lot different when we're going to have all these shenanigans elevated at a really high level on the Peacock version, the All-Stars version. And how's that going to look when I go back to Bravo and I watch, you know, uh, my sixth favorite, Marge, who's not, you know, delivering as much as on the other series. So that's that's maybe something to to worry about. Um, yeah, it's diluting the brand of all of it. But I also someone could view it differently and say, hey, this is a this is like a crossover event. This is, you know, yeah. they're growing the franchise. Like, may I ask you a question? Yeah. What What do you think Bravo should do to increase their slate? Like, what type? What would you like to see? Well, I think they need to do more with lifestyle again. They need to go back to what made them popular with finding these people like a Jeff Lewis type who have these personalities that could anchor a show and the world around them. Uh, I just am not interested in really what they're doing at all. So Could not agree with you more. They – why do no- – Give us a sexy city. Give us a New York City. Give us a, give us a, a, a give us Barb. Uh, you know from uh, well, the soon to be mayor. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, give us, give us um, a lifestyle. Give us somebody with their sexy young hot trainer, and that you know the world of fitness. Like that to me would be so ideal. Give us, um, they give us the backyard envy show, which I actually do like. Um, but more interior uh, decor stuff of that nature. That's what I'd like to see too, along with the Great Housewives. But you're right, no more, no more arguing because I'm I'm not into it as much. The bottom line is for me, Bravo always was elevated reality TV. It wasn't in the gutter, and so I kind of respected that. It was like reality TV, but like 
for a more affluent person, I guess. And, you know, it's just now the lines are so blurred that I don't feel like mm. they're really catering to a, a higher income audience at all. And that's not putting myself in that box. I'm just saying like what Bravo honestly was known for was they had a very high income audience and, mm. you know, to cater to that group, you have to give to two certain things. You have to have a certain tone and a development slate. And if it's just not, going to be there then they're not going to come so that's yeah, my bravo, ta- that's bravo, my point of view bravo that's a good point of view bravo was target now it's target <laughs> <laughs> yeah um who would you like to like. see if they did an all-star season what what are you what do you are you feeling any interest on somebody well yes i mean i i have my list here and, oh, I have a list too. Yeah, but you mentioned that. There's a list of, there's a rumor of what this is all about, first of all, that says it's a limited series, which sounds like a total stunt to me, where it's going to be like eight to 10 ladies on vacation. They're going to record for a week in April. I mean, what the hell are you going to get in a week? You know, I mean, how many episodes can you get out of a week? We're, t- we're talking, these, these women, they film for months to be able to put together a couple episodes. So like a week, like already I'm like, what the hell is this going to be? Mm-hmm. But the rumor uh, yeah. is, the mm. rumor is that there'll be four cities tapped for this, two housewives each, New Jersey will be Melissa and Teresa, Beverly Hills will be Kyle and Rinna, disgusting, Atlanta will be Kenya and Cynthia, <laughs> and then New York will be Ramona and Sonia. Now, I think this is going to be my personal opinion. They have completely missed the mark here. This is a missed opportunity for former housewives to come mm-hmm. back, especially if you're going to only need them for a week. This is an opportunity to see the faces we have not seen in a while, to see them interact. It's just enough. And it also keeps the main housewives, the main cities that are going to remain on Bravo, keeps them kind of like special. You know, it separates the two. I don't need to see Melissa go on another vacation. And I certainly don't need to see Kyle go on another paid vacation by Bravo. That's another point of view. Uh, Everyone is, uh, not everyone, some people are flourishing, but 2020 has uh, economically challenged a lot of people. Lots and lots of trouble out there. And the taunting of, I mean, not they're like, they're not trying to taunt, but the taunting of rich housewives and just not even good storylines is tougher to watch. I, I agree with you on that. This would have been ideal to give us like, like Carol's the perfect example. New York Carol should have should have totally been invited to this because uh, I think we all want to hear what she has to say uh, a little bit in the vein of politics. But also, I don't think you'll get Carol to ever come back to a actual season. She's kind of over it. But this is an ideal situation. So totally. I'd love to see Carol. I'd love to see I'd love to see Dorinda. But I feel like we're already going to get Dorinda next season. So that's kind of OK. Um who in Atlanta would I like to see come back? Atlanta, usually when they're gone, they're gone. I mean, well, Phaedra was probably the most interesting, but I don't well, think I, I have back. my, I may, I think I have some serious thought. I do have my oh. recommendations of former <laughs> okay. housewives. And I think what I'd love to see, and this is like a wish list, but think of these combinations combined with the other pairings and let me know your thoughts. So from okay. New Jersey, I believe it should be Jacqueline and Danielle from New York Jill and Kelly Ben Simone, Beverly Hills, Kim Richards. I, lo- I love a Jill Zarin moment at all times. <laughs> Bever- she's been dying to do it. Just give her the give her a week in Mexico. You mean she's not busy? <laughs> <laughs> so Jacqueline and Danielle. She'll come to the uh, she'll come to the opening of an envelope. <laughs> yep. Her and Lance Bass will be waiting outside for to sign the release. So Jacqueline and Danielle, Jill and Kelly Ben Simone, Kim Richards and Eileen. <laughs> 
Kim Richards, I mean, she needs a vacation. And Atlanta, Sheree, and Phaedra. Now, imagine this combination. You've got Kim Richards, Danielle Staub in the same house with Jill Zarin walking around, Phaedra Parks walking around. Like, imagine. And all these women are former housewives, popular Pablo's mm-hmm. still out there, you know, with, with the memes and the gifts and, you know, they all are in pretty good standing in the Bravo universe. I would like to see these former housewives have a shot at a week in Mexico. Come on. That was the best list I've ever heard. You didn't even need to give me reasons because my mind instantly <laughs> went to like a Sheree moment where she's sure. going to. Oh. Ah, it's going to be, that's a good list. Yeah. I can't even top that list. Because that, you did, you, you did great. I don't like Kim Richards, but I, I hear you. Well, Kim Richards and Eileen, remember that fight they had. She, I don't mm. really like you. I don't really like you either. You know, they are at, they're still at odds as far as I know. I mean, Eileen will never take Kim seriously. So like, you know, they already have a, a split. Like the way this list is put together, even with like a Jacqueline and Danielle, you're not going to have factions of cities against other factions of cities. There's going to be infighting within their personal relationships Mm. so that way so you know what i'm saying so it's not just going to be about seeing these people interact with different cities it's seeing them interact all these years later with each other so kind of like uh issues they've had and trying to resolve or not resolve them yeah that would be really good my list ain't good like that i'll read it to you but it's not i I want to hear it Mine, mine. I literally just picked two people from each franchise i didn't do it as, as as strategic as you so i'll just read it quickly Sonia Morgan for New York, Dorinda for New York. Um, for New Jersey, it's going to be Melissa. And surprisingly, it's going to be the comedian Jen. I don't know why. I just feel like I need a little bit of nuts, uh, goofiness oh, in, the, in the house. Jennifer Aiden. Yeah, you know, she'd, get, she'd be really good, uh, the good resident drunk. Yeah, I feel like uh, for the type of thing, you know, one week of filming in April, I, I think <laughs> Jennifer uh, would be great. Um, I need my mature candy, and candy would go with Kenya, of course. Uh, which was a tough one because I like a lot of the gals on the Yeah, on the, I approve uh, of that. Yeah, I like that. I like the two yeah, of them a lot. Candy, I do not like when people sleep on Candy. Candy is the dawn of the whole thing. I'm I'm always for her. Um, So for Beverly Hills, I'm not as versed as Be- with Beverly Hills as you. So I'm just going to say two names and you could critique. Uh, Dorit and Yolanda is who I'm choosing. Because hmm. okay. I didn't want to do Brandy Glanville because I feel like that. I just we've already seen what she's going to. Um, no. So. Yeah. And I, I yeah. like Dorit. Uh, and I just, for some reason, Yolanda's screaming into my ear as being an intriguing person, a judgmental person. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'd like to see Yolanda sit down and have a conversation with Carol Radzewell. I bet I'd be interested. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Because I was originally going to pick people that were all nuts, nuts, so and wild, but like, I feel like you have to pick people that are typically known as more stuffy type housewives to mix it together. Um, yeah. So, Oh, see, I just did it because we were choosing. Um, I picked Emily and and everyone. Loves, I want Heather Debro. Uh, that would be good. Um, who knows if she would ever do it for Salt Lake City? I chose Lisa and I chose Mary. Um, for Potomac, I chose Giselle and I brought back Katie. Um, for Dallas, I chose Carrie D. Uh, yeah, Carrie D. One of the well, she was early on, correct? Yeah, the original Carrie. Yep. And I struggled with Dallas to find anyone else interesting, so I picked Deandra's mom, uh, mm-hmm. Mama D. That's who I because I want that like, I want that like uh, texture to the show. Yes, and, yes. And then Miami, which I'm obsessed with, I actually wanted to pick like six people from Miami. Goes to show how much I loved Miami, Larsa Pippen and Leah Black. Yeah, there's our two cents. I'm curious <laughs> to know what people think about this. 
Um, again, this has to be all rumors. I mean, there's no way they're going to shoot for a week. You know how much money and time and budget goes into putting one of these shows together? If they don't get what they need in seven days, they're not going to have a show. Unless if this is literally like they're going to make you pay for Peacock to watch like an hour special. I don't know what they can really do with this. So I'll be keeping a close, a watchful eye on this. But For the life of me, I hope. Uh, Kyle isn't on the show. For the life of me, I hope Kyle's not on Beverly Hills. <laughs> For the life of me, I hope Kyle n- never, we never see her on reality TV again. One of the most boring housewives I've ever seen in my entire existence. I mean, she is so, so bad. She is so, so bad. She's ruined Beverly Hills for me. That's just my take. Well, to me, that's Lisa Rinna. So the two of them are apparently slated <laughs> to be on this thing. I don't know. Can you fast forward on Peacock? Let me know. <laughs> When we come back, we're going to be talking more with Roddy. We're going to look at uh, the streaming wars and like really what is going on here and who's successful. Are they going to consolidate some of these things? It's starting to get ridiculous. And then we're going to take a look at the unfortunate casting of Princess Diana. Oh, God, here we go. That and more in a moment. Now this. 